0: Welcome to this week's episode of the Get to the Contest Small Business Podcast. Today we're going to be talking about personal branding and I have Cassie and Sashanka or Shanks from Urban Wonder Photography who are going to come and talk to us about what what personal branding is, why it's important and, and how it can help your business or your careers. So welcome to the podcast guys. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks for having us. Yes. All right. Well, so look, look, start with you. Cassie, what's what's your role with with Urban Wonder Photography?
1: Yes, so I guess I oversee it all. <laughs> I'm managing director as well as a photographer for our business.
0: Okay. And uh, Shanks, you you've got the the title of
2: creative director. So we made Cassie the overseer so I could snag the creative director title. I, I like it. I yeah, like it. I could just take that on. Yeah. <laughs> um, and now I get to call myself creative director at the bottom of all my emails, which is nice.
0: Cool. All right. So, look, we're going to be talking today. Um, obviously, we've talked offline about what personal branding uh, is and, and why you're passionate about it um, and, and how you guys work with clients in your business to, to solve that problem. So, for our listeners out there. What, what is personal branding? Yeah, so it's
2: it's a big thing, right? But basically, when you boil it down to its bare essence, it, it, your personal brand is your story and the story that you want to tell in your marketplace so that you can connect with prospective clients. Um, and like, you know, there's, there's a lot of jargon out there about it and... It can be quite a confusing space to be like, what is it? How do I, you know, what does it do? Um, but really, you have a personal brand, just like you know, Nike has a brand because you want to connect to uh, someone or a group of people so that they see what your product and service is about, and then they invest in it. Um,
0: and it's just a method of connecting. Okay, so it's a method. Personal branding is a method of connecting. Yeah. Okay, and and is it for? Well, personal so it's it's for individuals so you, you can personal branding even if you're working for an organization or your own um, self-employment yep. still still important absolutely i think yep. that in any situation
2: if you've got a, a like a goal to to get somewhere or do something then it's all about how you position yourself and how you're seen and what what, what people's perspective of you are so if you're uh, working in a in a commercial hierarchy and you you've got a goal of Becoming your boss's boss in three years' time, then it's about who sees you and you know what
0: they think about you when when they do see you. Yep. So you can
2: certainly design
0: that. Okay, great. So designing your your personal brand, I, I, I guess when we were talking offline, we're discussing how. Like, I guess many of us have a personal brand, perhaps not intentional. Yeah. Um. But you know, how how do we go about? We know we want this thing called a personal brand. Yeah. But you know, we don't just. I'm assuming, wake up one day and go, right, this is my personal brand. How, what's what's the process? Like, how, how do you know what personal brand you should be going for or, or, or how, how do you be intentional about what you're creating? Sure.
1: So, yes, the key thing I think we always ask our clients um, initially is to consider, you know, three key words that they'd, um, they'd describe themselves in terms of. And that generally is sometimes quite a confronting thing to do. Like, I don't know, don't know how often we... Kind of sit down and write words about ourselves, but so once, just three. Well, I think that three is a great platform to start from, and then from there, things can tend to develop, and you get a much stronger sense of what you who you are and what you'd like to convey to your potential clients and audience,
0: right? Because that'd be, yeah, that'd be really hard.
2: So, yeah, um, it's it's a it's kind of a technique, it's a it's a It's an ice breaking technique that we use that makes people stop because if you you think about receiving that question, describe yourself in three words, most people just draw a blank and that's the point because you're always thinking outwardly. You're always thinking, you know, my next meeting, my, you know, what am I going to do when I get home, blah, blah, blah. So it's about turning that gaze inwards because your personal brand is inextricably linked to who you are as a person, you can't present a personal brand that's inauthentic to you because it's just really hard to keep up pretences for that long, you know. So yep. it's it's important to identify, define, and clarify who you are as a person and what what sort of messaging you, you want to put out there and what sort of story you want to tell, and that has to be authentic. Otherwise, it's it's not going to fly.
0: Once and, and again, that that people have refined their and, and defined what they're. The, the message that they're looking to to share about themselves. Mm-hmm. What do you, what do you guys do then? Like it's all you've defined it. So how how did you know Urban Wonder or or if people aren't using you? But how how can a personal branding expert take that nugget of information or, or but then do something with it? What what what's the next steps?
2: There are there are so many different business companies, businesses and, and consultants and stuff out there doing different things with with your personal brand. Um, so they'll take you as a person and and. Through a variety of different mechanisms, like positioning you a particular place that you want to be, so you can you know get to where you're going. So there's you know like PR and and all that sort of stuff. What we do is that we give you the tools for that positioning, which is your content. And what we do is you we visualize your personal brand and and create imagery and video mm-hmm. and content around your your story. So we're basically giving you the the pages in your in the book of your brand story, right? How yep. you use that, we can certainly kind of point you in the, the different directions, but, you know, then
0: you've got the tool that you need to build your house, essentially. Okay, makes sense. And and let's say that we've, so we've done that. What, what, are, what are some of the outcomes that you, you like, you know, that if, if so, why, why would someone do this? Why, why what can a, a small business owner, yeah. expect if, if someone says right go and get your. what would you work on your personal brand and what, what are the what's the you know what's in it for me for our listeners out there yeah
1: yeah sure so the biggest thing that we come back to always is authenticity that's one of the biggest things of course the key the key reason for doing it is to you know to grow your business to build your client base but the most authentic way to do that is by creating a brand that is authentic and true to who you are as an individual and that's something that You know, everyone always says, you nobody else can be a better version of you than yourself. And so if you come across always honest, truthful, and authentic in everything that you do with your business and your branding, then individuals are always going to be able to relate to that, which is awesome. So that's one of our biggest outcomes. Um, And of course, another one is always being authentic in driving and engaging your potential clients. Um, And a lot of that comes from an emotional response. So a lot of the branded images that we create, we talk to you about kind of what you would love your clients to feel or have a sense of when they see your imagery, when they see your video content, when they look through or see um, the essence of who you are through your branding through all different platforms and the emotional response that they might you might love them
2: to have. Yeah. Like, you know, I think I would imagine a lot of, a lot of your listeners are familiar with the phrase like people buy from people, not from companies. Mm-hmm. um and you know people like we have this opportunity to connect with people from over vast distances online but it's still not you know this face-to-face thing so you can only make these judgments off a essentially a two-dimensional medium so what do you inject into that medium to tell the story to connect um if you're in business the more people you connect with the more business growth you have mm-hmm. the more pro- the more current
0: and or prospective clients you have and, and i guess. the just to touch on that it's more but also the connect the the greater the level of connection the greater the quality of the connection that that's where the real growth will come from so 100 a million followers that are not engaged because you've been inauthentic yeah nowhere near as good as just having a a group of 500 people that are just raving fans yeah exactly right yep um more
2: engagement leads to business growth i guess in a in a nutshell and and it's important to be a authentic in that
0: and and cassie i know uh when we talked about this uh in the the past just talk about um just you know the the likelihood of stuff being shared and the verse is proportional to like the quality of the imagery and how happy people are with the imagery
1: yeah i guess people come to us because they see our work they they've spoken to clients that we've worked with in the past and kind of come from a referral basis and the biggest thing that people say is what an amazing experience they had with us you know the whole experience from start to finish um, we are quite quite creative in essence. We go through all the logistical side of um, helping you establish what your branded story is but then from there we give you the visual tools to be able to see that in your own mind before we create And with all of that coming together once you're in front of the camera you you generally feel a really solid essence of confidence come through so that once we capture and start capturing the images for you, you your inner confidence and, and that beauty of your essence kind of comes through the images. You develop a much stronger confidence in what we've created um for you.
0: And if you are confident the the likelihood of actually then you you using yes. that content yes. or, or uh, an and imagery. And sharing it out there, you're far more likely to do it as a person. Definitely. Sort of
1: yeah. Speaking in, from experience. hiding in a, a
0: virtual corner and not really, <laughs> you've, you've got it there, but not sharing. Yes. That's a good one. Yeah.
1: With, like, especially from a female perspective, you know, we always want to get the, the right angles. We always want to look good. We always want our hair in the right spot. We always want our makeup perfect, especially when we're looking at images that, you know, potentially thousands of people are going to view. So if you love the images that, that you have and you, then you're much more likely to share them or, put them out there in the world in a much more confident, um, empowering way. And you're always going to speak more highly about those um, that experience as well. And it's just going to empower you to to be more confident in your approach in business.
2: I think just to add to that, empowerment is a big thing, right? Because a lot of what we do and, and the kind of people we work with are people that are kind of gunning towards a particular goal you know like i want to do this i want to leave this mark on the world and you know as humans we have we have these insecurities that slow us down and part of our process and the way that we approach our clients is to empower them so from just the aspect of sitting down for a couple of hours with someone and going tell me about you like mm-hmm. cuz when was the last time you got a chance to just be like tell someone about yourself and for them to and to feel really listened to and then it's like i came up with 10 ideas that I think um, represent and visualize you, and you're like going, oh, 10? You, yep, well, that's amazing. And then you go through, like, you know, Cassie's uh sees it like a like a genius, like you know, styling hair, makeup, textures, colors, this, that, and the other thing, and she'll put together this visual brief, and it'll be like three pages long, and it's all about you. And so it's empowerment on top of empowerment on top of yep. empowerment. Then we get to shoot day and you're feeling a trillion dollars and so you bring that to the lens and then the image that you get back is supports this idea that you're awesome and then you take that image and you put it out in the world um and and so it, it all just that energy kind of carries through yeah and that's where and then people connect with that image all the way back it's it all just comes together and, yeah. and you
0: get it, <laughs> yeah. Okay, great. And have you got um, some examples, say, say, clients you work with, you know, like without you know, obviously disclosing their, their, their situation, uh, yeah, but you know, like what the before and after, what some of your experiences of what people have gone into this, gone through the process, and what they've got at the other end? I'll, I'll sort of talk a bit about the, the outline of things, but I think Cassie has a greater insight
2: onto on like the actual empowerment side of things. So we had a client, um earlier this year or we'll have a client who is a she's a senior executive general general manager of a company in the real estate slash tech space the first of all she's a she's a woman in a, in a in a traditionally masculine space that who she is really influences you know how she leads her team and how she communicates with you know like business partners in in the marketplace and all this sort of stuff. And so our task was to create a set of images. For me, the creative process process felt like kind of swatting away all the distractions and all the things that uh, this idea of like what a person in that space should be or should look like. And really focusing in on this person and going, well, actually, because of who she is and what she believes and what she stands for, that's what makes her a powerhouse in this space her difference is the key. And so we we deep dived into, you know, her career and her family and her beliefs and her, you know, all this sort of stuff. And it was a lengthy process because just like anyone else at that level of business, she's accustomed to looking outside of her to the next step, to the next meeting, to the next deadline, the next budget, whatever. And so we went turned the lens inward. And we got this really great understanding who she is and then we de- develop the visuals around her around that and um yeah those images in her brand are going gangbusters at uh, yep. present
1: yeah one of the biggest things that we did for her was um we didn't just kind of consider uh hey someone in the real estate industry should look like this yeah you know we really brought it back to her and one of the key things with this individual is she's a really petite person she's really tiny so when Shanks gives you the perspective of being in an industry where it's mainly male dominated, you know that you would you would think let's make her look bolder and stronger and fuller, but we didn't. We really just... brought in the essence of who she was as a woman. She's really feminine. She wanted pink. She wanted to wear a lot of pink, mm. um, but we did focus in on on different things to do: composition and posturing, and and then just conversation throughout photographing her so that the expressions that we captured um, were still those really beautiful, strong, emotive ones, but really brought, brought it home in terms of um, who she was, that she was meant to be in that position, and she has obviously worked very hard incredibly to get hard, there. Incredibly hard, yeah. Incredibly hard to get there.
0: And, and highlighted who she was, not trying to make her into something. That that's it. She, yes. Other, other people might have tried to make her something. She's not just highlighted how she was different, and that's actually yes. more authentic. Yeah. And that
1: is definitely her key, and one of her biggest strengths now, moving forward and in into her future successes.
0: Uh, what is uh, you know for, for people looking to improve their personal branding, what, what's say the the number one thing? And but I'll, I'll allow you to follow up with uh, two or three others that people must do when considering you know if they're going to work on their personal brand. What what do they have to do?
1: The biggest thing is know your brand, and if you're if you don't know your brand, then align yourself with someone who can um, assist you. In developing to get to know your brand and your story that's the number one
0: great so so it's pointless doing anything else everything's fluff and, and until you know your brand and what what you stand for and who that's you it. are then then the the best camera work the best camera the best location is going to be pointless is that kind of what you? yes yeah. Yeah. it's um
2: to use your analogy warwick like we can't get the right prescription until you know what's what it is. You know what the it's diagnosis for. Was. The, yeah, what the diagnosis is, and so you can go and yeah, just have an idea of what it is. And if you like, as Cassie said, if you don't have an idea, then figure it out. Like there are there are people that professionals that you can go to that can consult and help you develop your personal brand. And if your personal brand is an intrinsic part of you connecting to your marketplace, then you need that. It's a it's a tool. It's not like a fun thing to do on social media. It's a it's a business tool. It's a
0: business tool. It's an investment. Correct. Yeah, um, for your business as opposed to just a, yeah a, a thing on the side, which is yeah. fluff. Correct. Yep. Um, um, any other must dos with with regarding your branding? So yeah,
1: sure. So like definitely what you just said. Like it is investment. So view it as an investment. The time and the time mainly that you put into this, and potentially the finances that you have put aside to to pay for different services that are going to give you this really high quality, don't ever view that as something that um, you know, is just a one-off cost. It is an investment, and you're going to see see the the consistency in business growth for years to come. One of the other things is consistency, like and this comes back to knowing your brand and knowing your story. You won't ever be able to create consistency throughout your images or throughout your dialogue on any platform unless you. Um, really pay attention to that so keeping consistent across all platforms is really powerful
2: just to to tack onto that like just be aware that consistency is not consistently is not exclusive to to evolution so like your personal brand can evolve as you do as a person Mm, yeah right but there needs to be a consistent like consistency in the narrative narrative of how you got from from a to b c and d um offline we were talking about like if your if your personal brand has like just used something really simplistic if it's all about puppies and then you post a picture of something that's not a puppy then that's a disconnect that people can't necessarily reconcile um in a two-dimensional platform online but if you you know if there was a, a narrative that, that went from a to b then then that's that's a better way to go about it.
0: yep okay um any things so that just know yeah, quick whatever you do don't don't do's um, yeah
1: sure um, so don't give up too soon. Sometimes it can take like quite a few months or, you know, a few years to really um, establish a strong brand and a, a strong sense of your brand. And then don't chop and change things from that perspective. Keep keep true to your initial plan. Keep true to your initial story. And then people will always see that the essence of who you are come through that. Um, and don't cut corners like... You know we're we're in a time where technology is so accessible to us, and we'll tr- try to create content that sometimes just isn't at the level potentially that that it should be. Especially depending on, you know, your target market and, and your potential clients, you want to see consistency in content creation. I guess is what I'm trying to say. So, you know, if you choose a professional from the start, try to establish a connection where you can consistently. Um, have produced professional content, whether it be through photography or videography or through graphic design.
2: Um, or a combination.
1: Yeah, a combination of those things. And just establish a relationship with someone who can constantly build that for you. And that is always going to create a much stronger sense of who you are and your brand um, in total.
2: Um, just like on that, it's all there, right? So whilst a great tool like for example a camera or a microphone or whatever it is that doesn't necessarily end up in in quality content right mm-hmm. but you know if if it's up to you how you how you attack this you can learn do you know what I mean like you can you can become a podcast host or you can become a photographer you have to invest that time into becoming good at it to produce that level of content but then i guess the danger of that is like you know which business path do you want to follow and so, what we do is we we provide the service for people who are working on their business, um, so they can continue to work on their business
0: and not spend time that they don't have in producing yeah. quality. Stick content. to their yeah their core passion and what they're good at, Correct. Yes. and allow yeah. the experts. Yeah, every industry has has a job, right? Yeah. Um, so okay, all right. Well, look. Thanks so much, guys, for uh, sharing for our listeners what they need to be aware of around um, personal branding. If I, if I may, I'm, I'm going to ask you some my, my other questions about, you know, well, look, um, what's a, what, what do you find the most rewarding part of your role?
1: So for me, um, <laughs> it's just a visually creation, like visually creating things from, from the ground up. That's the biggest thing that I do. Like I do focus on all the logistical side of our business, all of the numbers, all of the, the administration side, but my biggest and most rewarding part is thinking about aesthetics, so thinking about the emotions we want to capture within our clients and our families and then attaching that to colours or styles or textures that we're going to bring into the images, whether it be for clothing or lighting. So all those, is, that's my biggest passion
2: what we do yeah cassie is a super intuitive in uh in connecting emotion to like visual cues and
1: yeah we really like um we build time machines for people to help them remember their stories and that's a that's just the greatest passion for us
0: yeah I, I love that line like uh it's it's because it's true like you know yesterday my wife randomly just sent me some photos she scrolled through her iphone just a couple of photos of the twins mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. From like five years ago, and I was like, "Oh my god, what well, where's the time!" Going? Wow. Just, you know, and, and I am sure we can all relate to that. Yes, um, doing that at, at a personal level, but also at a, at a business level as well. Like yes. You can tell your story, and you can. I'd imagine, um, you know, I, one thing I always like to get our clients to is look, look forward, mm-hmm. but often we also sometimes need to stop and look back as well, and just look where you've come from. Often underestimated, um, yeah. and and you know, we because we're all too busy being. Know, life Definitely. and we're you know, going on to the next thing and aiming higher yeah. high, which is great. But, um, so that reflection, so uh, yeah, a time machine for people to help remember their stories, that triggers a lot of emotions I would imagine. Yeah, so, absolutely. Um, I love it, I love it. So, um, so in, and in your business, so you've talked about what your clients should do to get to the contest around their personal brand, but in your business, what, what are, what, what's the things that you guys have to focus on to become successful um in, in what you do. Man, um
1: so from a practical level, um, you know, we we have to we're very creative people, but with that comes the the fact that we really have to be grounded in a lot of the processes behind our business. So like I look at all of our numbers, I look at um kind of yeah, all the ins and outs of of um how we can create and build for for individuals through our work and our photography. Because we don't just do commercial photography, we also do lifestyle and documentary family photography. So we have quite a few different offerings um, and that's one of the biggest things that I do.
2: Yeah, I guess, you know, being the uh, quote-unquote, no, no, not, not the quote-unquote, being the actual creative director, um, <laughs> you know, part of my journey as, in, as uh, someone who's an artist at his core is just getting past my own stuff. So it's funny because a lot of the time I'll be sitting across a table or over the phone with a client giving them advice and information and, um, and strategies that you know, I should probably really be implementing into my own like, personal life and businesses as, as well. Um, so you know, there's this element of constantly growing and, and, and evolving um, yeah, so for us getting to the contest is very much about getting past ourselves to get to where we need to be in all aspects of our business.
0: Best piece of advice you've been given when it comes to business or finance and why? So just fail, fail like a demon because
2: um, it's the best teacher. And yeah, like to enter to not to see it as a, as a negative. Obviously, when you're in the midst of a failure, it all seems pretty cataclysmic, but... Um, to be able to, you know, once you've, once you've done it a few times and you, you've gotten better practice at it, you, you start to learn how to really take stock of the information that comes out of that event um, and then to apply that information, you know, when you, as you keep pushing forward. Um,
0: <laughs> okay. And lastly, you're both relatively young, but what would you give yourself, uh, what advice would you give yourselves from, you know, 15, 20 years ago, you know, if you possibly could?
1: Sure. Okay. First. No. Then, <laughs> like it. I mean, a lot of people say, but you really have to enjoy the process. But I definitely probably would have just reminded myself to to stay focused on on the goal and maybe just dig a bit deeper with things. Like I grew up in a home where there was like you know a lot of lot of fun, a lot of creativity going on, but at the same time, um, our, our parents are quite. They were quite happy with us to follow our own path and our own futures. I guess so. So there wasn't any kind of structure I put in place in terms of that. So for myself, I probably would have just put in just a little bit more structure in terms of different things and then maybe, um, yeah, move forward in, in a much stronger, deeper way. I mean, I've got here in the end. It's mm, taken yep. me quite a few extra years and potentially what it could have, but just enjoying every journey and knowing that every part of um, the last kind of 20 years has really kind of once. One thing has led to another and led to another and doors just open in different directions. Purpose. For the right reason. Yeah.
2: It's interesting because uh, like I'm Sri Lankan. I was born in Sri Lanka. We moved to Australia when I was six in 1992. My father's a is an accountant as well. So my family life was very structured and, I, you know, one of the – the most resonating things that I would kind of attribute to my, my childhood is the advice of to, to be careful and to be prepared and all this sort of stuff. So I think that I could have done with a little bit more, like a little, a little to a lot more courage in just like going and trying and failing and and like being more ambitious and, and being a bit more free with, with
0: how I went about my life. Like you said, having the freedom to fail yeah exactly yeah. so all right well look guys really appreciate you being a part of the podcast today uh, I got plenty out of it and I'm sure our listeners did too so uh, uh, there's, there's some really good takeaways that I'll run through our uh, guests shortly but um, well, we'll run through for our listeners shortly and uh, really appreciate you being on the show perfect
1: Thanks thank you, you so us. much for
0: having us it was a pleasure Well, there you have it. That was our interview with uh, Cass and Shanks from Urban Wonder talking about personal branding and authenticity. So, look, we've got a few takeaways from the chat with the guys. So, uh, number one, and and this was their get-to-the-contest point, know your brand and story. Now, if you're not sure about exactly what that is, start by trying to distill it down into three words. really challenging exercise. You'll get to know yourself better and also... Who it is that you want to connect with. From there, it'll allow you to be intentional about who you are and understand who you are and, and the audience that you want to connect with. Um, so get this first. Two, uh, which follows on from that, is just being authentic. Start with you and build from within. Don't start with what you think is a flashy story or an image that you try that isn't you and try to build your story backwards from that to create a false you. People will see through that. They can smell a fraud a mile away. People buy from people. You will attract the kind of people that you know if you're you're clear about your target market and about who you are, you'll attract the right kind of people to suit you. Thirdly, the guys talked about consistency. So, you know, personal branding and, and just being you and being clear, it's not a it's not an overnight thing. So be consistent with what you're putting out there, both in terms of the, the type of content and also the, the regularity of the content. Uh, that'll build trust and, and you know people will get to know you. Other lessons from, from the guys fail like a demon. So Failure is not a bad thing as long as we're learning for it. So get out there and have a crack. Um, but when you do fail, please reflect, learn, adapt, and and then as long as you're passionate about what you're doing, you will be improved and you won't make mistake, the same mistakes next time. So as, as Shank said, get out there and fail like a demon, and and you know you you will do well as long as you're passionate. Uh, so there's, there's some of my takeaways from the chat with the guys from Urban Wonder. Thanks for being a part of the, the uh, podcast and i uh, love to get your feedback. So jump onto the website, get gettothecontest.com. Feel free to subscribe on iTunes and, uh, yeah, please send through any, any questions or, or interview subjects you'd like to hear from. Uh, until next time, thanks for being a part of the podcast.